Hello and welcome to this very informative podcast. My name is Dr. Iva Livingston and I am the president of Stress Health Solutions International, which is the parent organization under which this podcast resides. Rosie, who is a member of the organizational team here at Stress Health Solutions International, will present the podcast. Enjoy. Key ways meditation helps depression. Depression is a huge problem all across the world. 350 million people globally have some form of depression. In 2015, about 16.1 million U.S. adults had at least one major depressive episode in the past year. 11% of adolescents have a depressive disorder by age 18. Women are 70% more likely than men to have depression, and about 12 million women in the United States experience clinical depression each year. Depression is a mental health diagnosis where certain symptoms accompany a general feeling of sadness that lasts at least two weeks or longer. While all of us can have an occasional bout of depressive feelings or sadness, clinical depression is more serious and requires medical intervention. There are many things that can lead to depression. It's common among teenagers, middle-aged individuals, and older people. In fact, major depressive disorder is the number one cause of disability in the United States for people aged 15 to 44.3. Chances of suffering from depression can be increased by a number of factors, such as genetics, trauma, grief and loss, certain medications, a major negative event, and substance abuse. Antidepressant medication prescribed by psychiatrists can help with many forms of depression, but overall success of recovery and depression management can be increased with the use of certain natural therapies and practices. Medication on its own is one option, but many find that adding complementary options to help promote recovery and improve quality of life is a smart plan when managing depression. One of the best ways to combat depression, or even cure it, in some cases, is to start meditating. Here are four key ways meditation helps fight this mental disorder. Meditation boosts neurotransmitters. Depression medications actually work by artificially increasing key mood neurotransmitters in the brain. Nevertheless, meditation does the same naturally by stimulating the release of norepinephrine and serotonin. When the levels of these two brain chemicals decrease, you experience sadness and subsequently become depressed. A study conducted by the University of Montreal proved that meditation offers you the opportunity to naturally boost the levels of both serotonin and norepinephrine. Meditation revives the hippocampus brain region. When the brains of individuals who suffer from depression are compared to those who don't, there are some notable differences. One of the ways depression attacks the brain is by weakening your hippocampus. This brain region is known for playing an important role when it comes to memory and spatial navigation. When the research team of the University of Washington and Street conducted a study back in 1996, they found that the hippocampus was incredibly underdeveloped in individuals suffering from depression compared to those who were mentally healthy. In fact, they concluded that the longer you suffer from depression, the greater the damage your hippocampus will suffer. Thankfully, this damage isn't permanent. Meditation will help you revive the hippocampus. Even if you don't suffer from depression, Meditation will help strengthen your hippocampus, thus lowering the risks of ever suffering from this mental disorder. Meditation deactivates the depression center of the brain. Whenever we trigger our fight-or-flight stress response when dealing with issues career problems, relationship difficulties, and financial stressors, 
we release a cocktail of bad hormones into our bodies. This stress response is triggered in a part of the brain known as the amygdala. Whenever our amygdala gets overheated, our bodies are flooded by a number of hormones that can damage our mental health. However, there's an easy way to cool off your amygdala. A study conducted by Harvard neuroscientists found that meditation will not only help you learn how to control triggering the fight-or-flight stress response, but it will also shrink the amygdala. Meditation will make you whole again. Most people suffer from depression because they feel incomplete. Some start suffering from this mental disorder after they lose someone close to them or after life-changing events, such as divorce. People who dedicate a lot of their time to their jobs can also begin suffering from depression if they are fired. Yet, others simply suffer from a chemical imbalance that leads to clinical depression. Whenever a part of our lives is changed, we feel incomplete, which inevitably leads to depression. However, meditation will make you feel whole again and help you realize how to get back on your feet. Best Meditation Practices for Depression There are many different forms of meditation, but mindfulness meditation certainly is a great choice. A study published by psychologists from the University of Exeter shows real evidence that mindfulness-based cognitive therapy or MBCT may actually be more effective than counseling or medications, citing that four months after MBCT, three-fourths of study subjects felt well enough to stop taking antidepressants. Mark Williams, a professor of clinical psychology at the University of Oxford and leader of the team that developed MBCT cites that brooding is one of the key features seen in patients with depression. While in those who are mentally healthy, sad thoughts come and go, those who are clinically depressed feel this way as a norm and they are the main feature of the disorder. MBCT specifically tackles brooding and teaches sufferers compassion for self and others. MBCT technique uses mindfulness meditation, a practice where you sit with your eyes closed and simply focus on your breathe. By concentrating on the rhythm of breathing helps to promote the skill of detachment, where you begin to realize that your thoughts come and go and that your true self is a distinct entity from any thoughts you might have. This realization is further supported with question and answer sessions that are modeled from cognitive therapy. Hello, this is Dr. Livingston again. Thanks for listening to this informative podcast by my team member. Please note that you can listen to this podcast again, as well as many other past podcasts, by visiting the website at www.drlhealthypracticespodcast.com. Also, if you are interested in learning more about information activities associated with Stress Health Solutions International, please visit our parent website at www.stresshealthsolutions.com. Please note, as a very important disclaimer, that the primary purpose of this podcast is to provide general educational information on health and related subjects. This podcast does not constitute advice or services, and all listeners should consult with their medical and other qualified personnel for advice concerning medical and medical-related actions and services that they may need. Goodbye and stay well.